Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my partner, John. Pull up a stool, John. How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's going on? Howdy, 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 hey. Driving home. Woo-hoo. Well, we'll start the show off first and foremost. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Um, Well, I wasn't on the show last week, so yeah, we missed that, didn't we? Yeah, happy Fourth of July. Hope everybody had a great Independence Day. And, and uh, despite all our friggin' problems in this country, I still think it's the best damn country out there. You so. took the words right out of my mouth. Happy birthday, America. If you don't like it, leave. Because I love it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. You don't necessarily have to love it all the damn time. But, I mean, you love your country. Dude, and, you don't have uh, to like it. But you hate ha- your government at times. You know, yes. so. You don't have to like it, but you got to love it. It's your country. There it's you like go. family. There, I, I, can, I can accept that. There yes. You go. It's, so. the lo- you know, and, it's one of the loves of my life, my country. Yeah, we might not always agree with it, but I don't – my opinion is if you ever say you're leaving, then leave. If you don't appreciate you it, you know, we've had our ups and downs, but if you're going to back out and leave it when it's at its worst, I don't want you here anyway. Does that sound yeah, good to you, John? It, we need, there's certain things that need, need to be changed about our country. Yes, we know that. But as, as far as there's no perfect set, I mean, what, uh, what, uh, it was either Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, Abraham Lincoln, one of those smart fellows said, uh, democracy is the worst form of government except for all the other ones. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. And so uh, sometimes you don't like what's happening and other times other people don't like what's happening. But we have we all have our chance to say stuff that we disagree with. And, I, and I, you know, a lot of people that that have so much criticism for uh, the United States of America, I, I don't mean to sound snobbish but i have the feeling they've never been to another country they've never and and hey if you go live in switzerland maybe it's all uh honey and milk milk and honey and life is great but i've been to other countries where yeah it's not big it's not fantastic 
No. And to, to just the simple things that you're accustomed to in this country, people stopping at red lights, mm. ice in your big drinks, you know, I mean, just silly stuff like that that you're so accustomed to, it, you don't find in other countries. So um, before you before you want to pick on us so much, you might want to go experience the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah, just think. We have Walt Disney World in this country. We have things you can choose to do. You, just the right to have a, a, an opinion. You understand what I'm saying? Is yeah. what, you know, if you don't like it, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. I don't know what to tell you, but I'll tell you what. I'll never leave. I'm proud to be an American. And unlike Pacinetti, I love the American adventure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if you don't love it, work to change it. That's yeah. the thing. Don't sit around and just bitch and moan and complain i mean do something do a, be a positive change for 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 the uh for the country yeah so. yeah shut up and listen and stay and crying and leaving you know what i'm saying i i go. don't want you here anyway if you're gonna back down when things are at its worst you know what i mean we need everybody to pull together and you know and keep this country as great as it is and and do what's best for it we don't i don't want you if you don't i'm leaving well, no don't leave make it better I don't want I don't want you on my team then if you're gonna just pack up and leave. So <laughs> if you if you're gonna be uh, Antonio Brown, we yeah. don't want you on the Buccaneers. Okay, <laughs> exactly, hundred percent. If you're leaving in the middle of the third quarter, then just take your ass away. Well, Carmen and Brian will understand this analogy. If you're taking your shirt off at halftime and don't want to be on the field no more, <laughs> then I don't want you. Uh, so uh, anyhow, exactly. anyhow. All right, moving on. Yeah. So happy birthday, America. Uh, John had a little thing last week. I did thank. It worked out good, kinda. It was, it was not kind. It worked out good because I had the Robbie show that I released on Friday. So we did get a show out last week because I did the trip report with Robbie, and you know, I felt all highfalutin and special, and you know, I felt, dude, I felt like I had a little, a little more skip in my step after talking to Robbie. You know, I felt important. You know what I'm saying? I got to talk to the better you were, half, John. Yeah, the lifestyles of the rich and famous, you know? Yes. Me and you are the skipper and Gilligan, and I got to talk to Thurston Howe all last week, John. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Am I skipper or am I Gilligan? You're skipper, John. You were in the Navy. I'm Gilligan. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Oh, but anyhow. And I look better in one of those hats. You know what I'm saying? Those, uh, what, are, what are those bucket hats? That's what I look great yeah, in a bucket hat, John. It's actually an upside down Dixie Cup. Uh, Dixie Cup's the white sailor hat that we wear. So yeah. it, it, he put it upside down and wore it as a bucket hat. Yeah. So. Well, Toe Mater loves bucket hats. So I got him when we were just down there. Remember that? I was When I was with you guys, I told Joe to get him that new bucket hat they had out. It was actually pretty cool. So Very nice. Oh, uh, so how's the lovely Lisa doing, John? Uh, she had a little hiccup last week. Stitches came out. She got an infection, but uh, she got the stitches back put put back in. Got the uh, antibiotics. I stopped pick her up some more pills tonight, but uh, everything's back to to where it was. So everything's okay. Hence and, why we uh, missed the show last week. Yes, yes, uh, that would explain that. Um, but uh, we had two appointments this week. One to go see the surgeon and review stuff and then another one to go see the chemotherapy uh doctor get that all set up and lisa is kind of it was an odd situation because she had surgery and didn't really have that much of a problem with it it wasn't that big of a deal um she gave blood passed out 
and then uh, <laughs> don't was, mean to laugh, but the way you're yeah, saying but, it. I mean, come on, really? I yeah. mean, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't understand it. Um, and then got sick on the way home. So I'm like, really, Lisa, you had surgery. But uh, so given blood, she was terrified of. And so when we went to the chemo doctor, she was absolutely horrified, terrified that she's going to have to get blood. They told her that she needed to. And she's, nope, I ain't doing it. Nope, I ain't doing it. And then uh, the doctor talked her into going and seeing one of these nurses. And apparently uh, this nurse, uh, she walked in and everybody was like, it's the myth. It's the legend. And uh, she is like some kind of super nurse, and she put Lisa so at ease that. Uh, what did she... Judith come down? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. This lady must be like Judith or mm-hmm. something. But uh, uh, she got in there and got the port because Lisa has the port installed. That's like a lot easier than going into your veins and your arms yeah. and stuff. And so she got it done literally in I guess ten seconds, and then. Of course, Lisa was like, well, that wasn't that bad at all. Well, yeah, I know I tried to tell you that, but I'm not a nurse. So, yes, yeah, so uh, that was all taken care of. Um, she got the official diagnosis. She's got stage 2 triple R negative breast cancer. Um, and so uh, the review from the surgery was that they got the, all the tumor, all of the surrounding tissue all tested negative. So that looks good. And uh, right now she's got three months of chemo to ensure that it's stopped, gone. Mm -hmm. And then probably, I think, a month, I think they said, of radiation therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, that's going to start a week from Tuesday. Um, So Monday, we're going to go out and blow all our uh, Disney gift cards at Epcot because we're going to be out there for a while. So I wouldn't say all of them, but we're going to go have a little bit of fun on Monday. um, She deserves it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she got to she got she got to pick where she wanted to go. And gee, I wonder, you know, it's a long debate for her. you know, Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom. There's always Hollywood. Oh, okay, Epcot. So and she loves her Epcot. Yeah, she does. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, so. I'll be honest with you. I love all the parks, but ain't nothing wrong with loving Epcot. It's always the most. <laughs> it's always the least hectic, in my opinion. You know what? I think as we age a little more every time, it, you know, Magic Kingdom will always hold a special spot because yes. it's Magic Kingdom. But uh, as we age a little more and more and you're looking for those chilled out spots, of course, Epcot's got chock full of them. Yeah. So. Epcot and Animal Kingdom are, you know, they're the mo- they're very, two very most chill. laid back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Very, very chill. Nothing like getting on the Nomad Lounge back deck and just chilling for a couple hours. I'm all good with that, John. <laughs> Just keep the appetite. There's small plates coming. I'm a happy man. <laughs> yeah, if only a boat would go by there every once in a while or something, that would really be cool, right? Yeah, well, you do have the pontoon boats that have the characters. Yeah, the character the yeah. character uh, come by there, don't yeah, they? Yeah, so. the character cavalcade or whatever they call it. Yeah, they come by once every half hour, John. It's pretty cool. You get to wave the, wave the Goofy and Mickey and, you know. I, and that's a pet peeve. I will say, I'm happy that the characters are doing it, but it's kind of like they couldn't have a more, uh, I don't know how to put it, but the pontoon boat is so plain, it's ridiculous. Like, you'd think they'd actually get a nice boat to that they would design to go up and down the river with them. They've been doing it long enough now where I think they'd have their own boat besides, they just threw some decorations on a pontoon boat. It kind of looks... It is not Disney. It more looks like a boat that would be a great adventure than at Disney World. Is that fair? To so, know? so it, 
you know, I mean, you're thinking of uh, Anna and Elsa at Epcot. They rolled around in a royal carriage with uh, horses, some beautiful horses. Yes. Uh, let's see, Mickey and Minnie going down through Hollywood Studios. They're like in what, a, uh, a classic car from the 30s, with yeah. a classic convertible from the 30s, and beautiful car. And no, uh, the characters in Animal Kingdom, they get a, uh, a Suncraft pontoon <laughs> yeah it, yeah i mean at least put a wooden crisscraft or something right yeah well, like so. they should design a boat for that kind of like something with the jungle cruise with the canopy yeah. over it and because you, you can go. still see it but do something like that because you're you're like disney's supposed to be all about theming and beauty and and the story and that tells me of oh dude they just thought of this story because it's not done right <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I was glad when they did it because they started it under COVID, but they continued to do it. You'd think sometimes in the last two years they'd have come up with a better boat. Do you, do you, do you agree with me on that, don't you? Yeah, I could see them uh, doing something to at least decorate the boat a little better. Yeah, it kind of looks like uh, somebody stopped by Dollar Tree on the way into work and grabbed some decorations. Yes. Yeah. It could, do you know the boats that they have docked on the landing that they used to run when they went up and down the rivers to begin with? I don't know why they didn't yeah. use those boats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that was one of the things that was going to be so cool in Animal yes. Kingdom that never really got developed correctly. I mean, they tried several different things, but it, none of it ever worked correctly. So. Yeah, and I don't get it either. I, I just don't think they wanted it to. Because there would have yeah. been nothing cool. See, when I, when they designed that park, they should have had a complete circle that goes all the way around that you took a boat ride in, kind of like Tom Sawyer's Island, but it would have made more sense here. Yeah, well, I mean, they were supposed to do that beastly kingdom or beastly land, and then they were going to have a dragon on the bank that would come out, breathe fire, and smoke every once in a while as the boats passed, and that was all going to be part of it. So it was going to be kind of a really, really cool experience. But uh, just cruising around, I remember it was it was actually pretty cool when it first. I, I did it a couple of times when it was when we went out there early, early on, but. Then they changed it to a what a radio Disney cruise or yeah. something that was just kind of silly and so. yeah I don't know I I I just I think they're missing a, a good opportunity to have a decent kind of ride in that waterway there. Well, there you go. So, but anyway. Well, guess what? What? I've been I've been uh, five years of ruining people's Disney vacations, Doug. Look at me, five years. I was ruining I, their vacations. I got sidetracked with the Fourth of July. Congratulations, buddy! I seen your certificate. You look so handsome in that picture, John. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thank but you. congratulations yeah, actually, on five I'm, years. And uh, I, me and Brenda were talking about. I can't believe you've been there five years. Now that counts <laughs> the train and everything, right, John? Yeah, 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 that's from when I first started. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem that long ago, does it? It's like holy moly, where, where did this five years go? Two of it was stuck in the house with COVID, but where's the well, last? There you go. Where yeah. did five years go, John? Holy moly, I don't know. That's I mean, and they treat you great, don't they, John? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. but not not necessarily all the time. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I didn't get my pin yet. And all I wanted. I mean, I. Uh, so I all I, I heard my, about was this goofy pin for months. Yep. Not goofy, Pluto. Pluto. I'm uh, sorry. No. Uh, what What happened with my first pin? So at one year you get Steamboat Willie, right? Yeah. And I was. Uh, I don't know why it means so much to me, but these stupid. There you go. These, these silly pin, pins mean the world to me. So I was so happy when I got the one-year one that I was terrified I was going to lose it or it was going to come off my name tag. So I super glued the thing onto my name tag. 
so I would make sure it didn't lose it. So then when we got new name tags for the 50th anniversary, I couldn't get, obviously, my super glued one off of my old name tag. So I had to end up going on eBay and spending like $20 to buy another uh, one-year pin. So I replaced my one-year pin, and now I've been waiting for uh, approximately, what, the last four years to get my Pluto pin signifying five years. And, of course, uh, they don't have them, and they don't know when they're going to come in. So. Yeah, I don't know. I feel bad for you. You know, it, it, I know you wanted that bad. I'm, I, what, what is your, uh, what is the goals? You want to continue to drive bus or you think about trying something else or what's your goals there? I don't know. There's still a couple of other options out there. They're, they're working with the, the union for a new contract right now. I'm probably going to see, uh, hang around at least long enough to see if we get another raise, what kind of raise we do get. Well, I with might... the price of gas and food, if you don't get a raise, I don't know yeah. who. I mean, listen, Bob Chapik deserves the money. He, I mean, God, he deserves a raise. But I think you guys do, too. I mean, I know he's barely scraping the frick by, but you guys, I mean, with the... They with the economy and what they're charging, and I'm I'm booking trips, John, and I look at the numbers and I'm like, holy magoli, how is this even possible? So you guys deserve a raise because everything else in Walt Disney World is getting a raise, but the cast members. Yeah, yeah, and standard operating procedure as far as I can tell. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna wait around at least to see what happens there. Um, I'm thinking maybe at some point uh, it would really depend because I like my schedule I got now. Yeah, you and seem I don't to be wanna... rocking the daytime like you like oh, it. Oh, man, I, I'm coming in at like six, between 6 and 7, and I get off at 3.30, 4 o'clock. That's, that's what I like. I don't. Mm-hmm. I hate the, I hate evenings. Yeah, and um, if they ever treated you guys good again and you guys get through everything with Lisa and everything comes out sm- perfect like we're praying for, you know, you get, like, I... The whole goal of you working for this company was to be able to get done at 3.30 and go to Epcot and walk around because you love the place so much. And and that was going to be the bonus, and that was the reason why you gave up a few dollars in the envelope for that. And without the perk of being able to go to parks all the time, I mean... The cast members, I think the union should be fighting for a major raise because I bet you 75% of the people, I'll, I'll lower it. I bet you 50 to 60% of the people that decide to work for Disney is for the perks, not not the not the money. You know, there, there's a, there's a, a disparity there. Um, probably the people in buses uh, or transportation, well, no, uh, mainly buses. Buses, housekeeping, um some of the quick service and, and uh, full service restaurants, I would say that percentage is significantly lower, probably 30 or 40 percent. Uh, there's a large popul- uh, portion of those folks that are here or work there just because it's uh, especially bus driving. It's a fairly easy job and there's not a lot of stress. Um, but if you're looking at attractions, uh, the people working uh, my trains or the wildlife or the uh, Festival of the Lion King, Probably, that's probably more like 75 or 80% mm-hmm. of people purely work there just because they want to be able to go to the parks when it... Yeah, that, and you, 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 because or that's the beauty of it. That's the extra little yeah. bonus. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the icing on the cake. I mean, John, if originally when you left your old job, now you might have gone somewhere else, but you would have never come to Walt Disney World to drive and work there if it wasn't for the perks that you planned on getting. Am I wrong? 
No, uh, being able to go into the park every day after work was a, a significant reason that are, and especially coming out here just on a day off with me and Lisa. I mean, yeah. that was a reason for uh, coming to work here because, yeah, I mean, Doug, I could probably uh, 30 or 40 percent more. Yeah, you're you're. I'm uh, losing you. You must have been. Foot. You left. Yep. I I lost you for a minute. You must have went in the mountains again. You said thirty percent, and then I lost you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I could make quite a bit more doing what I did before somewhere in town, and I'm not doing that because I want to work at Walt Disney World and I want to be able to go to the park. So yeah, yeah it's it really sucks that we don't have that capabilities right now. Yeah, so, because... I mean we can go, but we have to plan it out. You know, it's not that spur of the moment type stuff. Yeah, the spontaneity's gone. And the bottom line yeah. is it sucks because you and Lisa had annual passes. Now, if you were working somewhere else, you could have had annual passes. You'd probably be spending more time in the parks than you are now being a Disney employee because the without that perk, with what they pay you, you can't afford to go all the time. Am I wrong? You know, I mean, that that's the whole thing. You there. got it. That's the whole thing there in a nutshell. Yep. But hopefully for hopefully for some reason but really if I was a union member if I was the one representing you guys as the as the when your contract comes up I would flat out ask them are there access to the parks coming back because if not we need to have a significant raise because one of the one of the bonuses is the access to the parks if you're not allowed in the parks what the hell that, that's a lot of money right there John you're leaving money on the table if you're not if they're not letting you in. I would say fine if you no longer care about giving cast members free access, then they deserve a significant raise. Do you disagree with me on that? No, absolutely. I mean, uh, like you said, this there's, there's a large large portion of people that work here. I mean, that was I I don't know if it was my final deciding factor, but it certainly led me to uh, that road to work at Disney was being able to get into the parks. So. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that is why I got the part-time job in the yeah. first place. You know yeah. that. I mean, that was... Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And and now... And it, the, you, you got it. I'm sorry. No, well, the other thing is, Doug, if for some reason I do end up quitting, and, and I'll probably stop doing podcasts because Disney, so <laughs> there would be no reason for me to do it. So. Well, you broke... And I won't be... You I broke probably up, won't you be broke buying up. annual passes again. You broke up when you said you'd probably be leaving the podcast. That ain't happening. <laughs> no, I said if I if I, I just wouldn't be able to afford to go to Disney if I if I went somewhere else. I just I wouldn't be able to, you know. Well, you would so. go once or twice a year like me, and uh, we would uh, talk about it the same way we do now. I mean, you're driving around property, but you're really not getting in to see attractions the way we were hoping you would be because of how they treat cast members right now. No, I haven't. I haven't been to Animal Kingdom in over a year. I haven't been to Hollywood Studios in in a year. I haven't been to the Magic Kingdom in well over a year, probably eighteen months. No, oh, so it's Hollywood Studios at Epcot is all you've been to. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood Studios and and I have been out to Epcot. I think six months ago, four months ago. Well, That's about it. Yeah, well, about a year and a couple months, because last May you were in all the parks like we were when you were down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. the bottom line is, if I was no, in, I wasn't in all the parks. So we could we couldn't go to Hollywood Studios. Remember, we couldn't go to Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios that that when y'all were down here. Uh, that's right. You guys got blocked out because yep. of the wonderful world of Disney, yep. dude. It's just so wrong. That that's my whole point. Again, if I was your union rep, 
That's the first thing I'd say, listen, it's all well and good if you don't want cast members in anymore. That's fine. If that's where you're going to hold it, Mr. Chapik, cheap man, and and DeMarco, if you guys are going to be that way. But, okay, then we need a couple of hours, an hour more because you're not giving that. That was part of the salary. Because that's like, for an annual pass for you and Lisa's like $1,400, $1,500, isn't it? Yeah, it is now. Yeah. It certainly wasn't several years ago, but yeah, it's it's... It has climbed up dramatically. Yeah, it it probably be closer to between fifteen hundred and two grand for two annual passes. So, you know that money should go in that that, that should go into your uh, contract, in my opinion. So, but anyhow, I'll get off my high horse. But I just think you guys, I don't know how to this day that cast members still aren't allowed in. I just think it's I think it's wrong of the parks to do that to you guys. It, there's really no reason. I mean, we're we're just uh, now at this point they're just doing the reservation system because they can do the reservation system. There's no controlling the crowds for COVID or anything like that anymore. I mean, obviously, if that's the last COVID restriction you have in place, really, that's the very last one. So yeah, I'm not buying it. No, and they don't want to give you your 20% discounts, and they don't want to. They'd rather they don't want dying. They don't want you guys getting in the way of anybody that's spending real money. In their opinion, they consider you a lower class than what they want in the parks right now. It's it's just that's the bottom line. I said it. John didn't. <laughs> but it's the truth. Uh, Disney Imagineer shared Tron light cycle run testing on the 40th anniversary, which was six hours ago. Today's the 40th anniversary of Tron, John. Hey, goodness, that makes me feel old. Yeah, dude, I feel old every day. I'm crawling around the floor at one of my jobs. Yeah. Oh, did I? Oh, a quick story about my job. Everybody talks about the wonderful world of Atlantic City. I was looking down the barrel of a 9mm this week, John. Were you now? Oh, yeah. That doesn't sound like a pleasant evening. Oh, no, it was not. It was an afternoon, actually. It was about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and... Cops were chasing two guys that were apparently doing something wrong. And one of my buddies scatters in the parking lot saying he told me to get away. And there's two vans blocking my view. I seen a white car, but I didn't. It was like an undercover cop car. So I didn't know it was. a. I, I thought it was, but I didn't know what it was. And I didn't see the two guys that were running, if you get what I'm saying. Well, one guy was running. The other guy was the one they were after. So there was two of them. And I don't know why the other one was running, but he kept going. But anyway, my guys go around the back, and they, the one guy is telling me, he told me to get away from him. I thought it was the other guy that was running. Here I just go out of heck with these knuckleheads. So I go walking by the cars and up on the sidewalk, and I turn my head right, and there's a cop. Caught the guy, had him on the, like, he, the guy's laying face down on the ground, and the cop's holding there, holding the gun on him. And I'm standing, like, 30 feet in front of him. Right down the line. If if this dude decides to get up and run, I'm like right in the line of troubleness, John. <laughs> uh, whoopsie. Yeah, I was like, what the heck is going on here? So I went into the building, and then there was two air conditioner guys on the first floor that were kind of like, they didn't even realize what was going on. I told them I went in and grabbed them and said, get out of that window. And they go, why? I said, well, there's cops at gunpoint and so they thanked me like four or five times for thinking about them instead of just worrying only about myself if you get what i'm saying so yeah. i grabbed them and got them out of the way the guy tom came up to me like three times and shook my hand and goes thanks so much for coming to get us because what i was worried about if the, the kid decided to get up to run you don't know what's going to happen john 
And yeah, yeah. So I wanted them out of the way. And the next thing you know, there's seven cops there, guns out all around the building. So that's the wonderful world of Atlantic City that I'm working in, John. You know, Disney doesn't sound all that bad all of a sudden. No, it does not, dude. Have uh, you seen the things I've seen at this job site, John? I uh, And th- th- the scariest part is that ain't the scariest thing I've seen so far, John. So, uh, Zoom bot beats a bash coming to Disney Springs this August. Do you know what the hell this is, John? No, I have heard nothing about this. It's called Zom Beats Bash coming to the Springs in August. Well, you can go there, John. I'll let you there. Okay. Cool. Uh, Disney Springs will celebrate the launch of Zombies 3 with a limited stage show on the Marketplace stage, John. You headed there? (laughs) I saw the uh, uh, little uh, advertisement for that on the bus, Zombies 3. It's it's some Disney uh, kid, not kid show, but I guess... Uh, what's their what's their teenage platform freeform or something? Yeah, so, it's one of those shows. So, yeah. as far as I can tell, yeah, it's a twenty it's a twenty minute stage show guest, event for guests of all ages, John. So that means your fifty year old butt can go watch it. Yeah, uh, probably not. You can try out some zoom zombie dance moves, dude. If anybody in this podcast has the zombie dance moves, it's me, John. We know it. We uh, know it. Uh, sing along and favorite song snap a pic with zombies three inspired by photos while during the dj hosted event zoom beats bash will take place at the marketplace stage on august 5th through the 14th 2022 am i boring you john <laughs> yeah three o'clock was the earliest point yeah. sorry about that Zombies 3 premiere July 15th. It is Zombies 3, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 1 and 2 were great, but I don't know about the sequel. Uh, I didn't like 1 or 2 either, so we'll call really? it. Really? Okay. They, they were a three-peat of greatness as horribleness. The, the premiere is on July 15th on Disney Plus and August 12th on the Disney Channel. So, Anyhow, you get to see that. For the kids, if they want to go see Zombies 3, it, I, I, the, the, do you know what the most shocking part of the whole thing was, John? What's that? There was no charge. the hell you say? Something's wrong. Eh, well, they're just getting people into the restaurants. They'll make money somehow. Oh, maybe they'll merchandise set up outside. <clears throat> nah. Tiana's Bayou Adventure opens late 2024 at Walt Disney World. You excited about this, John? Yeah, but I'm kind of uh, wondering when Splash Mountain's going to be uh, permanently closed. Have they heard, said that? And let me try to see here. I wish I could get down to see it one more time. Now the latest one that they're up and roar about it. Uh, now that this is going to be changed and fixed. Now the latest two is uh, they want to get rid of. Uh, they want to get rid of. Uh, uh, Peter Pan and Country Bear Jamboree, both of them. <laughs> Country Bear Jamboree, I, honestly, I'm surprised it's made it as long as it has. <laughs> yeah. There's some there's some rough stuff in there, honestly. <laughs> well, Blood on the saddle, uh, uh, shoot a uh, little junior. And, I mean, yeah, yeah there's some, uh, some uh, uh, not so subtly veiled uh, threats. <laughs> and and I get it because on Peter Pan and the movie Peter Pan, the the, the red man on I mean, things they call the American oh Indian, yeah that's it, it they call them Indians all different kind of names but 
it's wrong, but I also, it, it is like, how do you learn if you don't see what was there? You understand in some ways, I don't want it gone. Peter Pan's a classic. I get it. I mean, it's wrong, but just warn, like, because they warn you on Disney Plus, if you get what I'm saying. Well, I don't even think it would be that big of a deal on Peter Pan, just to, the because the figures are just caricatures. They look like uh, um, the uh, Cleveland Indians logo used to look. Well, yeah, well, that's, um, they're, they're the big, they're, big chief, fat cheeks and yeah. stuff. And so if they just redid the figures, yeah. I mean, that's all. Yeah. Uh, Peter in the in the attraction Peter Pan. That's all it is that would be offensive to anybody is just well, the character of the Indian. So well, just redo the figures. Well, Not that big of a deal. You're right, but you're also wrong because where the crying comes from on that is, what I hear is most people of the kids know nothing really about Peter Pan until they get to Walt Disney World and enjoy the ride. And then after they ride the ride, they want to go see it on Disney+. Plus. You get what I'm saying? And then when they watch oh, okay. the movie, it kind of... You know, it says some crazy stuff about... Same thing with Pocahontas. Pocahontas has some nasty stuff in it. I mean, but let's face facts. The the English treated the Indian like garbage, John. I mean, but am I wrong? Yeah, but in Pocahontas, I mean, that, that's a whole redemption story. And Pocahontas shows uh, John Smith the proper way that the Indians treated exactly. it. Exactly. You know, I mean, so there's... But Peter Pan, I don't think there was any kind of a redemption story to the Indians. No, so, no. you know, there's... Yeah, I mean, it's just stereotypical is what that one is. So it's, yeah, but... Yeah. Any, I don't know. But anyway... The panel was filmed, and I'm trying to see when it was open. They're showing you all behind the scenes, which I did see a lot of this. The lady that's a chef down at uh, New Orleans, who the show was, she was part of the show. You know what I'm talking about, John, the, the head cook. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, she talks about how all princes, all race, creeds, and colors comes into her her restaurant in, in New Orleans, so that's pretty cool, and She's all excited about it, but it doesn't say anything about when it's going to close here, John. I would like to ride it one last time before it closed. Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah, if I you, you as a cast member, you'd think you'd be able to do that, John. Yeah, the, the problem is I'd have to find out a couple of weeks in advance, make a make a reservation without knowing what time I get off that day, and <laughs> you know all that type of stuff. So, because uh, unfortunately, I don't live close enough to pop over on a day off. You know what I mean? I can't swing by and, and hit it. So. No. Uh, Disney World operating hours now released through September 14th, 2022. So if you guys are headed down, uh, the parks seem to be open. The Magic Kingdom seems to be open to 11 p.m. all through from July through September, John. So, I mean, through July and August, it's open to 11 p.m. So check to see where it is for September. So let me see here. I'll give you a little heads up. You sound like you're in the uh, uh, t the tank. Oh, uh, it's raining. Yeah, uh, you've got uh, driving through the mud puddles. The windshield wipers going. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, you sound like you were deep diving over the, living with the city. <laughs> anyway, September the Magic Kingdom's open to ten, so it moved back a little bit, but it's still better than nine and eight, what it was there for a while. Remember? Yeah, yeah, and that's not saying that it won't be even backed up further as, time, as we get closer, you know. So. Yeah. Communicore Hall construction update from Epcot. Uh, 
Man, they got a lot of lot going on behind that fence, John. Yeah. yeah. So, what is the Communicore becoming? Do we do we remember? Yeah. Here we go. Groundwork and laying utilities continues at the Ep at Epcot for the upcoming Communicore Hall and Plaza in the center of the park. Uh, it's a big, big area. That's all they're showing me right now is a bunch of pictures, John. I'm trying to get to more writing. Communicar, Communicar Hall will be a flexible exhibition uh, and gallery space offering a wide variety of experiences that highlight art, live music, food, complete with demonstration kitchens and more. Ah, that sounds cool to me. Food and kitchens, yeah, that sounds, uh, show us how to make some of the dishes from the Food Wine Festival. Absolutely, I hope they get Gordon Ramsay there, that'll be a real show. Oh, he would last about 30 seconds on Disney property. Oh, listen, you dirty goat! <laughs> <laughs> donkey! You donkey! Yeah, you cooking like you have hoofs! <laughs> you dirty goat! <laughs> we're doing that right now, uh, we're doing the new Hell's Kitchen in Caesars. Are you really? Yeah, we're doing his new restaurant in Caesar, so. Oh, awesome. Me and Brenda's going to try to get opening night reservations, hoping he's there. So now that, that's going to be like where they film the show? I'm not sure. They might do one or some there, but they are opening up a restaurant where you can go. I've already have, had his beef walling thing because he has a pub down there, like the Gordon Ramsay's pub, it's called, in Caesars. But now they bought out a... They bought out P.F. Chang's, one of the big ones in Caesars, and they're remodeling that whole restaurant and turning it into like a two-story Hell's Kitchen. So I'm really excited about it. Me and Brenda's going to try to get opening night reservations. Well, that'd be cool. Uh, get the scallops and get the beef wellington because that always seems to be on the menu. Yes. Yep. And I'm going <laughs> to hope he yells at me. Brenda said if it's not good, she's going to yell at him. I said I'm looking that's forward, the, forward that's to That's the thing that – Doug, I, I hate to be called names, of course, but I, all I want out of life, I love British accents, and I love uh, uh, the most British people, for some reason, are super polite, super friendly, and I just really, really, at some point, I want a, one of them to call me a wanker. I don't know why, but I really do. So uh, I'm going to practice my British accent to call you a wanker. Okay. All right. <coughs> I'm sorry, I saw I was drinking when you said that. I went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> you wanker. That happens. But no, we're looking forward to going down there. Like, how awesome would it be to see Doug and uh, Gordon Ramsay in an argument, John? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I don't even know who could win. Neither do I. <laughs> He's, as crazy. He's as crazy as I am. I could see us we both fighting. I could see us both fighting to almost death and then having a bloody drink together, John. There you go. Uh, said they had the biggest and the best fireworks show. Did you see any of that at all, John? No, not a bit. I was home in bed because I had to get up at three on the fifth. So. Mm -hmm. Center Street refurbishment update from the Magic Kingdom. It looks like they're doing more and more, especially around the trolley tracks and stuff like that. So that's getting done. I'll tell you what, the picture you had of uh, Spaceship Earth coming in at night was really nice. In the morning was really nice. Yeah, he left me again. He's constantly, constantly leaving me, guys.
So I was saying, saying that, there goes John, leaving me again, riding off into the wild blue yonder. But what I was talking about as we went into that, I was saying, you drove in at night and you were, or in the morning, and you were showing a spaceship Earth, and it looks absolutely beautiful. I love, I will say, I love all the new lights on it. Because this 4th of July photo and that purple when me and Brenda left and the picture that you sent me, I don't think Spaceship Earth has ever looked more beautiful to you. No, it's, uh, that's one thing they got really right was uh, putting those lights on Spaceship Earth. It looks gorgeous, and the fact that they can change colors like that make all kinds of different uh, uh, things. They had a nice patriotic one on, on the 4th and stuff. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's really cool. And uh, they have it lit up, I think, usually until about 5. I went in, to five, I went in at 5.30 the other, day, uh, the other morning. It was still lit up the night after the 4th. Um, but usually when I get up there at 6, it's already turned off. So mm. they turn it off sometime, or I think, around 2, usually 2 or 3, somewhere in there. Yeah, so. it was absolutely – it really looks beautiful. They did a really good job. I mean, I almost teared up when we were leaving the last time last year when uh, it was purple out in the parking lot. It really uh, – it really hit me hard, John. I love that ball. Like, you know, as we get older every year, you're wondering uh, how many more of these times am I going to get to go see that beautiful thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and especially with the way they keep raising ticket prices and stuff, I don't know how much more we're going to be able to go, you know? The dream was yep. to move there and be able to go, but apparently, like, even my friend Mrs. Goff, like, she's all upset because of that. She used to do the seasonal one, you know what I'm saying, John? And and that is, yeah. she's like, what's the sense of even buying this? Because I'm not even like, cause she would buy it just to go spirit, you know, periodically during that time. And now she goes, my, she would buy that, and if she went two or three times, she felt like it was worth it. You get what I'm saying? But now she goes, yeah. I might not even go when I, I probably won't even be able to go when I want to go. And and she goes, why would I even buy that? It's like. I don't know. They are just so taken away so much from locals. I I think it's horrible. Yeah, uh, it's Doug, Disney's goal, and we've talked about it time and time again. Is not for for me to go to Disney World as a cast member. It's not for me to go to Disney World as a uh, local. It's not even for you to go back to Disney as a uh, uh, repeat guest. They want that. They want well, and maybe as a first time repeat guest. You know, they want you to come back that second time. But uh, their goal is to impress the first-time guests, make you addicted to it, and then get you to come back again and again. And then by that time, they don't care anything about it. It's like the people that offer all all those companies that offer that new customer special, meanwhile ignoring their existing customers that they've had for years and years. You know? And they all do it. Oh, 100%. John, did you hear? How much longer do I have you right now? Another 15, 20 minutes? Yeah, around that. Okay, well, we I got the food and wine festival menus here, John. Oh, let's party. Yeah, are you good for that? Oh, yeah. yeah. As I don't, let me just see something here. I don't see it. I'm not going to go into much else. I figure we can make it happy. One other good thing, a baby Red River hog born at Animal Kingdom, John, and absolutely adorbs. It is so adorable, John. I want to see that. And then they got a new Main Street Electrical Parade sweater that really looks pretty cool, John. The old Main Street Electrical Parade, which I do like that. Is it a sweater or is it a spirit jersey or uh, exactly what is it? A sweatshirt? Or... It says a sweater, John. A sweater. 
yeah, you don't hear the term sweater too often anymore. No, no, and you would, I mean, yeah, because that usually involves a lot more work than a sweatshirt or a spirit jersey. So. Yeah. And so I'm, uh, I'm excited about uh, hearing a little food and wine here, John. What about you? All right, sounds good. I'm just going to read the food. I will, I'll leave out the beer and alcohol unless it's something I see crazy. How's that sound? All righty. So the very first booth of the food items is at, it's called Earth Eats, hosted by in, Impossible Near Port of Entry. And these are the Impossible Burgers and Sliders, which I know, I, I wouldn't, I would try them, John, because I like to try anything, but I prefer, we, we've said it a million times, I don't think it should be called a burger or a slider myself. It really shouldn't be. It should be called a plant sandwich. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, sandwich. Yeah. yeah, I've tried the I've tried the Impossible Burgers. Um, I've tried the black bean burgers. Uh, I haven't tried your wife's recipe for the black bean burgers, and you keep telling me how great it is, it's so I need to try that at some point. But the, I know the ones made at Disney uh, that I've tried so far, or they're just too dry. There's yeah. no moisture, no uh, no uh, texture left. It's like a dry hockey puck, both of them. No. Yeah. The ones my wife makes is impossible not to like, John. <laughs> okay. No. Impossible burger, get it? But hers is impossible yeah. not to like. But it's a burger slider with, with wasabi cream and spicy slaw on a sesame seed bun. And then they have a meatball with herb polento, rustic... Pu- Panna cotta sauce and a basil pesto, which is new. So, a Putin esca sauce, a Putin esca sauce and basil pesto. So, it ain't my favorite booth, but I get it. And then they have a bunch of Pinot Noirs, strawberry freezes, and stuff like that, John, which you're not in. Uh, Shimmering Sips, hosted by Corksicle. They were supposed to come on our show, John, and then they they ghosted me, John. Oh, not ghosted. Mm Mm-hmm. A guava mousse on a sugar cookie with coconut lime whipped cream. No. Uh, Are you in for that, John? No. No, me neither. And they got a bunch of crazy drinks here. Key lime mimosa, blood orange mimosa, berry salad, ale mimosa. They got a bunch of mimosas and... A mimosa flight, and then they got a corksicle stemless flute. So now we got Hawaii. This is opening on August 15th. So know how some are staggered sometimes. John, what do you think they got at the Hawaiian Pavilion? I'm going to go way out on a limit, and, and uh, it, somehow I'm feeling a Kahlua pork slider. Dude, you are so good. So, so good. I don't know where that came from. I just, you know, feeling, feeling pretty. Uh, Dude, you're amazeballs, dude. You're amazeballs. I'm telling you. Clove pork slider with a sweet and sour dole, pineapple chutney, and a spicy mayonnaise. I wish I had a dollar for every one of them I had. I'd be out of buy one. (laughs) (laughs) Wish I had a nickel for every one Lisa's eating, I'd be a rich man. Yeah, well, yep. You'd be out to spend more time at Epcot. There Uh, you go. A spam, musabi, nigiri, and a, with sushi rice, teriyaki glaze spam, spicy mayonnaise, eel sauce, and nori. What the hell is it? All right, Doug, hold on a second. Something's wrong with my car. 
Why? What's wrong with it? I don't know. I'll call you back in a couple of minutes. Hold on. Okay. So you left me your cars broke down. Now <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Well, when I came back that other time, uh, it was pouring right there, right there, literally uh, half a mile ago, absolutely pouring dry as a bone where I'm at right now. Of course, it's Florida. What do you want? Um, but <laughs> absolutely pouring. And there was some standing water on the side of the road. And I couldn't avoid it, and so I hid it while I was talking to you and ran right into the nice-sized puddle because there's a car coming the other direction, couldn't swerve, yada, yada, yada. Anyhow, got to get big spritz from the tire right up into the wheel well, and it basically knocked. I guess it was so forceful. I mean, I've got to – let's just not say an expertly put – I mean, it's a good, dependable motor in my car, but everything else is pretty cheesy because I get a little Scion XA because of gas prices, right? Yeah. And so it, it jetted the water up into the wheel well and knocked the plastic piece that basically keeps the road grime away from the Yeah, the interliner. The interliner. Yeah, yeah, knocked it totally out of whack. And so it was um, rubbing on the tire for like the last four or five minutes. It had stopped when I stopped at a stop sign, and then it started, and it got really, really bad after I went through another puddle. So I... I didn't know what it was, so I had to stop and take a look at it, and I basically just yanked the whole damn thing off, and everything's fine now. So, <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Sorry, brother. But It is what it is. So let's get back to the important stuff. Do you know what a nigiri <laughs> is? A musabi nigiri with sushi rice. I've heard of it, and I can't think of off the top of my head what it is. It said it's new. It has spam, so I love spam. Do you like spam, John? I tried a couple of these dishes, and I was less than impressed. Nah, spam's never been my favorite. Dude, so. I love... Dude, my mom, when I was younger, and, and to this day, I don't have it much. I can't even remember the last... I had, last time I had it was probably in Disney World. But I used to love spam, eggs, and home-fried potatoes, dude. I was in heaven. So I, I can't I can't see Brenda making that for you or allowing you to even bring it in the house, honestly. Not in the last ten years quite often, but before yeah. that I would have spam was we I'd have spam, baked beans, and mashed potatoes, dude. Oh my god. So good. <laughs> so good. Not a dude. not a green leaf vegetable to be found. <laughs> no, dude. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm I'm sure Judith is over there. Going, oh, you need to eat better, son. And I'm sure Tommy's <laughs> saying, I'm in for some spam, eggs, and then home fried potatoes. So I could see me and my buddy Tommy eating some spam breakfast together. So I don't know. The, the times I got them, I was, uh, I mean, I know what spam is. It's uh, it's not exactly the cheapest product anymore, but it's not an, uh, an expensive product either. Hawaiian delicacy, yeah. dude. Yeah, and for the amount you got for the price they charged you out there, I didn't think it was a very good deal. No. So, and it wasn't, like, fantastic. Now, if I had your mom's uh, spam eggs and home fries, I'm sure it would be a lot better. Yeah, dude, like, I, you cut it, you take the block and you cut it, it comes in square, like, long rectiles. Like, uh, have you ever had Scrapple? Yeah, I had Scrapple when I was in Jersey. Wasn't that awesome? It's an acquired taste. <laughs> Scrapple is, <laughs> dude... That's why all the outsiders are weird. weird. Scrapple's awesome. Uh, you know awesome. what? I'll I, I grew up down here. I'll stick with my biscuits and gravy. Yeah. So. See, now, 
I I biscuits and gravy's okay, but I prefer toast over biscuits for breakfast myself. I like biscuits for dinner, but I don't like biscuits for breakfast. That's just me. But anyhow, let's move to the next tomato group. tomato. Yeah. yeah. Jersey tomatoes are the best. Thank you for mentioning that. There you go. Australia, near the port of entry, John. I'll tell you what, they got this shrimp disc. This grilled shrimp looks pretty damn good on this one. Grilled sweet and spicy bushberry shrimp. Oh, I had this before with a pineapple, pepper, onion, and snap peas. It really, That really looks good, John. Have you ever had that? Uh, yeah, I think I tried it a couple times. I, I don't think it tasted as good as the pictures were, but... The, I mean, it, the shrimp was okay because it's really hard. Yeah. You got to work really hard to mess up a shrimp. I almost said yeah, the mother father word, John. I almost said the mother father word. Oh, Jesus. Roasted lamb chop with mint pesto and potato crunchies. That sounds good, John. Now, do you think they'll be back to the lollipop chops that, uh, um, Bob and uh, Mary are so happy with or will they stay with the T-bone chops that they've had the last couple of times whatever's cheaper John <laughs> yeah, nah, I, yeah I know they like they like the lollipop chops a lot better and I have to agree with them on their uh, their rendition of those and it's a lot easier to eat honestly oh absolutely at a park actually, yeah at a park you yes. pick it up with a bone and munch on it as opposed to trying to cut a uh, part of T-bone yeah. So. yeah it's kind of like eating a turkey leg you know what I'm saying there you go uh, refreshment port hosted by Burson near Canada. So I wonder what we're going to have here, John. Cheese. Hmm. Braised beef poteen, French fries, Burson garlic, and a fine herb cheese sauce, cheese curds, and a ganache, a gherkin relish. That sounds pretty good, John. I don't know. Pickles on poutine? I guess, but... Yeah, I, I guess see. why not. Where did I say pickles? I think Gherkins, right? Uh, a bur- oh, Burson. B-O-U-R-S-I-N garlic. Burson garlic. Is that a garlic? Oh, I thought you said gherkin. I thought you no, said gherkin. Burson. No, Burson. No, no, no. Okay, okay. No, I guess it's a kind of garlic. But anyway, that sounds pretty good. And then they got a maple cheesecake with a whipped maple bourbon cheese and a candied pecan. Now I would like to split that with Brenda, but Brenda can't have cheesecake. But that would be that would be a nice little treat. But I don't, I won't want to eat too much of it. I don't know. That's the one I've been trying to try for a couple of years because I really like cheesecake, yeah. and I like a lot of. It, it really depends how strong the maple flavor is, and you know, is it overpowering or not? So. Well, I could try that with my other partner, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they got a fro- Brenda would love this a frozen mango martini with boys Boyd's and Blair vodka with mango nectar and lemon. That does sound good. There, I know Carmen and Brian being on that one. Yeah, it sounds like. Uh, then we just have Canada, John. So that's where we messed up. So what do you think they're gonna have here, John? I'm gonna go way out on a limb. Say cheddar cheese beer pretzel soup and somehow a uh, tenderloin filet with a mushroom and sometimes maybe, I, I don't know, a risotto, maybe, maybe not. I can't tell. Yeah, so. I don't, no risotto this year, though, John. Okay, shot down. Uh, but you were right. Canadian cheddar and bacon soup served with a pretzel roll. And a La Cellier wild mushroom beef filet mignon with truffle butter sauce, so. 
Well, while I can, while I do complain about some of the other uh, booths not changing their menu, this one, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Uh, it would be nice to add something else to these, but these two are some of the best dishes out there consistently year after year. So. Yeah, I had the last three times or whatever I've been there for the festival, I had like five of these. So, <laughs> 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 so. Appleseed Orchard, John. And this is in Canada Far and Wide Theater, John. So this is where one of the booths inside the theater, John. And all they okay. have is, it's a big announcement for all this. They have an apple crumble tart. Wow. The big thing here apparently is, one, frozen apple pie, non-alcoholic, the beverages, cinnamon apple cider, non-alcoholic, bold rock imperial apple hard cider, which is alcoholic, which is new, original sin hard cider Macintosh. Blake Hard Cider, St. Cherry Bourbon Barrel, Aged Cherry, Cider Flight, Big Storm Brewing Company, Apple Blonde Ale, a Play Alinda Brewing Cream Caramel Apple Pie Ale, Three Daughters Brewing Apple Pecan Brown Ale, a Beer Flight, an Apple Blossom Sky Apple Cider Ginger Ale, Apple Brandy Maple Syrup and a Mini Marshmallows, and then a Cork Sickle, uh, classic tumbler. So that's why I had to read that. They got like 12 beverages and one tart. <laughs> a lot of drinking. Yes. So that would be up your eye. I'll tell you what. The Ireland Pavilion looks good, John. Because they got the stuff back. They got the Fisherman Seafood Pie, John. One of the best, don't you think? Yes. That's absolutely one of my favorites. And I'm glad to see it back. The uh, last time I got that... Uh, I fished through there and ended up with an entire crab claw, or uh, yeah, an entire not not crab claw, an entire lobster claw. claw. Yep. Yeah, in there. So it was a uh, well worth the uh, five or six bucks that I paid for it that time. So. And then they got all these are always good here: the roasted Irish Irish sausage and cold cannon potatoes with onion gravy, which looks awesome. And then which they is got... a good indication if you try that if you're going to enjoy the uh, bangers and mash inside. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the bangers and mash inside are better than this, but oh yeah, this yeah, is awesome. It is a, really it's good. It's an indication, you know. It's it's an idea if you if you like those flavors together and stuff, then you'll really enjoy the bangers and mash. So, hundred percent. And then they got the warm chocolate pudding cake with ice cream liqueur custard, which is awesome. I've had that before. So, and they got a Kilkenny Irish cream ale. Have you ever had that, John? Yes, I have, and it's actually very, very good. Yeah, just, I, I'm only reading, and then they got to, listen to this one. I'm just reading things that, like, catch my eye. They have a Guinness Bailey's coffee shake, John. I uh, might try that. Well, I mean, it's not a shake, so it's cold, but it, it, maybe in the evening. I, w yeah. I still wouldn't, even in the summer, even if it's cold, I still wouldn't want it in the middle of the afternoon in the summer, mm -hmm. so... Brazil between France and Morocco. Uh, let me go. Let me go. Uh, cheese bread and pork belly. Uh, Brazilian cheese bread and a black bean with crispy pork belly, Brazil nut pesto, and a Ben's original long grain white rice. So, yes, John, you're amazing with this. <laughs> it's like I got some kind of uh, uh, ESP or something. Yeah. Yes. You got ESPN, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever had an Exingu Brazilian black lager? 
Yes, I have, and it's actually a very good tip. There you go. There's not many beers John has come across that he hasn't liked. Belgium. Uh, you know, if you went back to them Canadian ones, the pecan uh, pies and stuff, I'm staying away from all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're. I'm talking about. Usually, if you put it in your mouth, you usually like it, John. You don't. You you'll shy away from them. But usually, the ones you decide to drink, you don't seem to have a a fight in any kind of fight against them. There's uh, there's there's actually two that I purchased at Food and Wine Festival that I uh, took one sip out of and uh, actually poured in the planters. So mm. there are two. Okay. So. Well, three strikes you're out, John. Belgium between yeah. France and Morocco. I'm going to say, hold on, hold on, uh, beer, um, let's see, Belgian, um, some waffles, uh, one with uh, some kind of braised beef on it, and the other one with berries on it. Yeah, you're close. They got a, a beer braised beef served with a smoked Gouda mashed potatoes, which really looks good, John. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Yeah. And they got, I think that was there last year when we were there. It was, I think yeah, I had I think that. So. I think it was very good. Yeah, I did have that. It was awesome. And then a Belgian waffle with warm chocolate ganache, and then a Belgian waffle with Belgian waffle with berry compote and whipped cream. They do look awesome. Uh, yeah, we've uh, we've actually tried all of these. You're years, you're muffling yeah. yourself, John. I don't know what you must um, be parked. The waffles are actually very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tangerine Cafe flavors of Medina at Morocco, John. Uh, grilled chamola ch- chicken or Moroccan spice lamb kebabs with carrot, chickpea salad, and garlic aioli, aioli, fried pita with a tahini sauce, stone baked Moroccan bread with hummus, chamola ch- uh, and a zog dips, and pistachio cake with cinnamon pastries, cream, and candied walnuts. You having any of these, John? Ah, they sound okay, but nothing like the shawarma platter. So, well, they get, and apparently they're not bringing our shawarma platters back. So, that's sad. That was one. That was Lisa's favorite. I mean, she didn't even want to eat with us at uh at the <laughs> Tutu Gusto's wine cellar. She had to have the shawarma platter. I want the shawarma platter. Uh, I think next time. I think next time she'll decide to eat at Tutu Gusto's after we were yeah, there. Yeah, probably. You're yeah. probably right. <laughs> That food's out of this world. Greece near Morocco. A spanakopita. You ever have spanakopita? Spanakopita. It's a pastry with a spinach and feta cheese inside of it. So yes, uh, I've tried. Actually, the company I used to work for used to make them. So yeah, I love them. And then they have a griddled cheese with pistachios and honey. And then, that came back last year after missing several years, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it absolutely. Is. Uh, and, it's it, and it's wacky. Be- yeah, and it's it's like the first time uh, me and JJ had that. I was like, "There's no way we're gonna like this." And both of us were like, "Okay, all these odd flavors work really together." So it was fantastic. And then they got a new one here, John: lamb gyro, <laughs> lamb gyro with shaved lettuce, tomatoes, red onions, and tzatziki on a warm flatbread that it looks good i just wish it wasn't lamb yeah i'm sure it looks good but i mean the fact is you can get a gyro or a hero everywhere in freaking any city so that's kind of I, I guess if you yeah. haven't tried one before it'd be worth trying but well it's supposed to be authentic like you're in greece you know what i'm saying so maybe it would taste like you're in greece that's the whole idea of it 
Ah, uh, dude, walking around Sudabay uh, Creek at one uh, thirty in the morning, you would get um, two of those for about three dollars. And for some reason, in Greece, they put French fries inside of them. Oh, but that's man, the that is be. that is the hangover remedy from from uh, heaven. Because man, you you go out all night and you know, partying with your baby buddies. You have two of those. Wake up in the morning, you feel fine. So. <laughs> Uh, not, not that I would ever do that, Doug. Not that that ever happened. So, uh, John, you're a good man by doing that. The French fries sound awesome. But tell me, <laughs> it was. <laughs> tell me, they haven't been listening to our show, John. Oh, Disney has to be listening. Hops and barley at the American Adventure, right? Listen to this, dude. This would be the first thing I'd want to try. Chesapeake crab slider. With a tangy coleslaw and Cajun romalade, John. Mm, now, now how many years have we been saying that they should have different foods from around the world from the show, the diversity of American cooking, not just a stupid cheeseburger? Am I wrong? There you go. There you go. So Chesapeake Bay and Chesapeake here, we, you know, up in Maryland or down in Maryland, is notorious for having some of the best crab in the world. Am I wrong, John? Absolutely. Now, a Chesapeake crab slider. Now, what has taken them so long to get crab really on the menu at that food and wine, John? Uh, you tell me, Doug. I mean, price. Like, <laughs> yeah, crab cake. Well, what the hell? Would they don't they charge you twenty seven dollars for everything as it is, so they could actually make yeah. whatever they want. Then they got a hot beef sandwich with horseradish. Cream and pickled vegetables. That that sounds awesome too, John. I think we had that, didn't we, together? I don't know. I don't remember the pickled vegetables. Um, but so I remember yeah, horseradish like cream. Yeah. What is a uh, is that a Chicago beef or something that has the uh, jardinia on top of a uh, uh, beef sandwich? It might be. I don't yeah, see the sure, picture but... of this one here. And then they got a freshly baked carrot cake. With cream cheese icing, which I love carrot cake. And the reason I love carrot cake, ask me if you ever had this. Have you ever had tomato soup cake, John? I think so. It is so damn good. I actually made it for my wife quite a few years ago for Valentine's Day one year. And the reason I love it so much is my wonderful, beautiful grandmother, who's you know hasn't been with me for a long time now, used to make homemade tomato soup cake. And not many people make this tomato soup cake, but carrot cake kind of tastes close to it. And every time I eat carrot cake, I think of my beautiful grandmother. But I loved her tomato soup cake, John. You would go up to her house because I'd stayed there on weekends. And I'd walk through the door and there'd be a fresh one made every weekend, John. And I'd love me some tomato soup cake. It does sound good. It sounds like not something overly sweet. So. No, it's not. It's really good. She would put, she would change it up with different nuts and different uh, raisins and stuff like that. She would change, you know, make it interesting. She'd change the recipe from here to there, but it was always so moist and so good. It reminded me of a carrot cake, and like you just said, you like carrot cake yourself because it's not overly sweet. It's, I love a good piece of carrot cake in the, cake in the morning with a cup of coffee, John. No, that carrot cake cookie at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. That's breakfast champions. Dude, you're going to make me pause the show and cry for a while here over writer stop. Yeah. And here, what do we have? Spain between Italy and Germany. 
We got a charcuterie with a selection of imported Spanish meats, cheeses, olives, and herb on er, an herb vinaigrette. A pale a palea, I can't even say this. P e l p e p a e l l a palea. Paella. Paella with rice, chorizo, and shrimp. Have you ever had that one, John? Yeah, yeah. That's it's basically the Spanish version of like risotto. So yeah, it's actually really good. So yeah, I th- dude. Now you mention, I think I've had that too because it has the little peas and all in it. It was, it was very good. And, and then they got a seafood salad with shrimp, base scallops, mussels, extra virgin olive oil, white balsamic vinegar, and, a, and smoked paprika. Uh, that's a nice. They have some nice little afternoon. Grab a beer and grab a, a couple uh, of these, and it would go good with it. None of this is too heavy, John. Yeah, this is uh, the one booth that a couple of years ago me and Lisa probably thought was our favorite booth because especially going in the summertime, um, there was a couple of choices that were chilled instead of hot. And like you said, seafood always generally, if it's not fried, if it's like uh, grilled um, grilled or either uh, just a, um, what who's it call it? Um, not raw, but the ceviche, yeah. it's, uh, it sits a lot wider on your stomach. Yeah. Um, than, than other stuff. So, yeah, we really enjoyed this a couple of years ago. They had a meat cheese uh, cold one, too, that year. So Now we're going to get real inventive here, John. We're at Germany. Oh, gee. Uh, bratwurst and a noodle gratin version and apple uh, 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 strudel cake. Dude, you nailed it. Pasta yeah, gratin with ham, ham <laughs> onions, and cheese. Roasted bratwurst in a pretzel roll, and apple strudel with vanilla sauce. I, I've had. Yeah, this is seriously. This is the one that needs to change. Oh my goodness, Bob! Bob uh, complained about this year after year. It, it never has changed. I don't think. Uh, Germany and Italy. Italy finally changed. Germany's still holding on. We're yo, know, dude. We're this is all we're giving you, which it's good, but it's it's like. Give us one new option. And keep the same two on the menu. Add something. You know what I mean? Uh, put some wiener schnitzel in there. Yeah. Put a, uh, something with some red cabbage. I mean, come on, guys. Something a little different. And they got the Alps now near Germany. They got a warm ricletta, Swiss cheese with alpine ham, baby potatoes, and a baguette, which sounds pretty good, John. Uh, warm Raclette, Swiss cheese, baby potatoes on a baguette, and then a warm Swiss cheese with poached pears, red wine, braised fig, handy pecans, honey. So that's the sweet version of it. But they actually look pretty good, John. Yeah, yeah. I think I've had the uh, uh, the one a couple of years ago, the one with the ham and stuff like that. Yeah, it was pretty tasty. Yeah. Now we got Kenya, John, and that's near the refreshment outpost where me and my brother and all of us were on that bicycle years ago. Remember the bike there, John? Oh, yes. Yeah, we got pictures of that. Kenyan coffee barbecued beef tenderloin with sweet potato and corn mealy pap and a a slaw, which looks pretty damn good. And then piri piri, peri peri, piri piri, skewed skewered shrimps with a citrus scented couscous which that was very good i think i had that last year too john the shrimp on the we had that on the uh, the shrimp kebab 
Yeah, yeah, it sounds it sounds good. It was very good. And then they've had this at a couple places. 81 Bay, 81 Bay Brewing Company, Congo Pilsner. Have you ever had that, John? You know what? I don't think I have. It's been in a couple. Of the it's it, I've seen it at least at two. So yeah, 81 Bay Brewing Company. It's a Congo Pilsner. So I don't mind the okay. Pilsner. It's like a step up from a lager. A little thicker than a lager to me. Then we have Refreshment Outpost, John. And they have a spicy githeri with white beans, pigeon peas, Ben's Original, a- accented grains, manly, and a, a kitchenberry bur- kitchen slaw. I don't even know what this is. It looks like a hodgepodge of everything. I mean, it I would try like the leftovers. Yeah, I would try it. It looks they did it night. The way they did the slaw on top of everything, it really looks good. I, I mean, I would try it. Now you got India near China. Crispy paneer with mango curry ketchup. You ever had, what is paneer, John? P-A-N-E-E-R, paneer. Have you ever had paneer? Crispy paneer? No, I don't think so. Uh, I'm trying to think of what we need there for now. I can't explain what that is. I lost you for a second, Jerry. You muffled yourself. What'd you say, buddy? I said I, I'm trying to think of what we've had at Sana, but I can't place what what that would be. So. Yeah, it said it's new. It kind of looks like little nuggets, John. It kind of reminds me like the hummus fries, but smaller. They're like little uh, nuggets that they have. Okay. I want to try it. And then they have a p- potato and pea s- samosa with coriander lime cream, and then a chicken. Tika masala with a fennel spice yogurt and an, on a naan bread. I always I like naan bread with anything, John. So I would have to try that. But yeah, 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 I'm big. I'm big fan of the naan bread myself. Every time I take somebody over to Kidani Village and they go, we got brunch at Sanaa. I go get the get the bread service. <laughs> yeah, like you, I I, I had for dinner uh, lunch a couple days this week. I had a Brenda pack me fresh hummus. And then what she does is she'll dice up the salad in the real fine pieces and puts it in there in a in a little bowl, and then she'll pack me naan bread. I'll put a little hummus and then sprinkle the the salad on top of it, the freshly cut slaw. And then I was eating that for lunch for a couple of days. It was really good for something different. You get what I'm saying? I I, I can see you sitting down and next to this guy eating a big old hoagie from Wawa and you know, looking at you going, "Okay, Mister Hoity Toity." Well, I was eating alone this week, so nobody bothered me. But I'll be honest with you, dude. I had Wawa hoagies this week, and I'll be I enjoyed the the non bread that Brenda made me with the hummus more than two hoagies I had this week. Because I only get the well, little that's... shorties. I get the little tiny ones. It was very very good. Paneer, also known as Panor or Indian cottage cheese, is a fresh acid set cheese common in Indian culture made with cow and buffalo milk so they're little round balls of cheese that look like they're deep fried john Ooh, yeah i'm into fried cheese <laughs> here you go and it comes with some tangy uh, ketchup or whatever with it john so uh, you it, it's a mango curry ketchup that it comes with john so I, i'd like okay. to try them uh the swanky the swanky Sauce Swine near Disney Traders, John. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say some uh, good pork and some uh, bourbon of some sort. 
Mm, there you go. Crispy barbecued bar- barbecued pork rinds. Barbecued? Yeah, yeah. With pimento cheese, soy glazed sticky ribs with green onions and peanuts, and then grilled pork shoulder lettuce wrapped with charred corn salsa, pickled red onion, and cilantro lime crema, which is new. Which actually, without the cilantro, everything else looks damn good. But have you tried any of these, Johnny? Yeah, we tried the, I think I tried the ribs last year, and I tried something else. Um, I don't know. I mean, I enjoy the barbecue at Flame Tree um, and stuff like that, but I do kind of live down here in the south. and I, I mean, we've got so many good barbecue places around us that I, I don't know any Disney barbecue I find a little lacking, honestly. So. Except for Smokehouse, you like that a little bit. Yeah, and even there, it was it was good, but I don't know. Honestly, better to want the Liberty Liberty Inn. Oh there. well, that's that's like saying that a, a, a you know a broken toe is better than a broken foot. So. <laughs> well, I would go I would go a little further than that. But, you know, I mean, it's like no, it's, it's like a, saying a hot dog's better than uh, uh, what you call it, one of those impossible burgers. <laughs> there you go. There yeah. you go. The new no, Good. Smokehouse was good, but I still think I like Flame Tree a little better, honestly. Oh, of course um, you do. The, yeah, the, the couple of times I've, and part of that is because just standing there freaking the train and smelling uh, Flame Tree waft over to me. That yeah. that smell makes it all the way through the entire park. So. Oh, it absolutely does. Uh, the Noodle Station, the Noodle Exchange, I'm sorry, over by Disney Traders. It, this one opens on August 15th. Traditional spicy Vietnam, Vietnamese beef pho with shaved beef, mushroom, and Thai basil. Brenda loves pho. You like pho? Last year when I had this was the first time I actually tried it, and I really enjoyed it. I like it a lot. Yeah, Brenda loves pho. When she wasn't feeling good last year with COVID and all, I actually ran and got her. We have a pho place. We have a Vietnamese place around the corner that we loved. I ran and got her up. I got her some of this, and... It really brought her back. It made her, you know, did the trick, John. Nice. Kind of like a version of chicken soup thing for yep. it. It, was, it is awesome. And this one comes with a beef pho with shaved mushrooms and a Thai basil. Then they got Chinese char sweet pork udon with mu- mushrooms, bok choy, and a soy pickled egg. I love udon noodles, John. You like udon noodles? Yep. Enjoyed those, too. Yep. So this, this booth is really good. And then they got Thai shrimp and cocoa curry rice noodles with a shiitake mushroom and a Thai basil. I I love shrimp, but I would not get it. When it I love I love coconut, but I don't like coconut with curry, John. Yeah, I can't stand the texture of coconut. Nope. Love the flavor. Yep. Don't like the texture. Yeah, you're like me with uh I don't like uh oatmeal, John. Like oatmeal coconut cookies. Celery, coconut celery and there's one other uh, texture I can't think of right now, but I, like I won't eat German chocolate cake because just because it has coconut in my so mm. can't do it. So. And then they got tofu pho, which with mushrooms and Thai basil, not happening for me. Skip it. Brewing. No, this sounds interesting. Open on August 15th. Uh, sticky wings with peanut sauce and a grape gel and a, with celery and ranch. Garlic Parmesan ring, wings with celery and ranch. 
Traditional buffalo ring, wings with celery and ranch. Sriracha spice wings with celery and ranch. Dry rub jerky spice wings with papaya chili sauce and a celery and ranch. And crispy, crispy Brussels sprouts with buffalo sauce. So, you like wings, John. Now, like you said about... I mean, I would like to try all these because I like to try everything when I'm at Food and Wine, but... We have places around here like the Golden Nugget Bar that I grew up with that have the the best wings I've ever eaten. If you get, we have so many places that have wings around here that, and if you're from Buffalo, why the hell would you go to Disney to get wings? If you, <laughs> so, but I, you, you, I actually try, I, I tried these last year and they weren't bad. Um, but like you said, there's so many places that have have good Buffalo wings. But the I've had an issue lately of trying to find the wings that I really like. I mean, the, the first place I really had. Uh, uh, buffalo wings was uh, Hooters, and so that's always stuck into my mind. As yeah, proper, sure, it's the uh, wings there, John. I'm sure, it was the wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, nothing to do. Nothing to do with being a 16 year old boy. No, none at all. <laughs> Dude, they could have deep fried the dog's poop. Oh, it's, it's so good. I mean, this oh is my fantastic. <laughs> well, just yeah. call me honey one more time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, man. Everything tastes better at Hooters when you're a 16 year old kid. Yeah, but but uh, I'll tell you what, the wings that we had the recipe for from Ohana are kind of some of the best I've ever had. Oh yeah, but that's the best ones that I found so far. Like I said, it, it's hard to hard to beat those. Yeah, in, yeah. in the places around me now, they, I don't know. I, I have yet to find any good ones around mine. I mean, they're all okay, but nothing really good. So. And especially with that recipe, because it's and I'm t- saying this, but it's the truth. They're they're healthy wings for you. There's nothing bad in that recipe, and the way they're cooked in the oven, they're healthy. They're not they're they're not deep fried. There's nothing bad not in those fried, wings. You have to think about the chicken. It's actually with the white meat, which yeah. is a little leaner than the, the dark meat of chicken. So, yeah, it's uh, altogether, I mean, I think there's sugar in it, a little bit of sugar. And that's about the unhealthiest part. But other than that, everything else is just seasonings and stuff. And L- man, do they come out good. They're amazing. That's one of the best things. Besides the walkway, that's probably the second best thing I've ever done for you, John. <laughs> You know those are a toss up. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, but yeah, I'd have to give the, I'd have to. Yeah, see, the wings are me and my son, and then the walkway is me and Lisa. So you, yeah, you got one on both, uh, both ends there. So. Dude, I have the over the top way of making them even better. Walk that walkway, eating those wings, John. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? You know what, that? I mean, we'll stay at, uh, well, maybe, uh, maybe anyway. We rescheduled our vacation for uh, January, and we have a one-bedroom at Boardwalk right now, maybe. Um, if we go, uh, maybe I could make those wings. <laughs> yeah, and Lord JJ so down the walkway with the wings. <laughs> I don't have anything to get him to go. Uh, yeah, that'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty sweet, wouldn't it? But there's not that much sugar really in them, John, because Brenda's mom would be in a diabetic, and we worry, you know, we worry about that. And even Brenda doesn't even worry because it's so little in it. Yeah, and, once you once you cook, yeah, once you mix it in with everything else, yeah. So. Dude, you gotta do the pork tenderloin in the crock pot with that sauce, with the potatoes and carrots in there, John. I'm telling you, it's it's mind-blowingly good. The, the carrots taste like candy when they come out of there, dude. They're so Oh, good. I imagine they would. They taste like yeah, sweet potatoes. You ever have, like, the candied sweet potatoes? 
Yeah, but I'm not a big fan of sweet potato. So. Well, I'm telling you, I'm neither am I, but I'm just saying to you, it has that kind of feel to it. It's it's phenomenal. Uh, I got to get you out of here. So the fry basket near test track, we're almost done now. Oh, that sounds healthy. Yeah, <laughs> sounds healthy but good. Adubo yuko fries with garlic cilantro aioli, which is new. Sea salt and malt vinegar fries. Barbecue bacon fries with smoked aioli and sweet potato casserole fries with a candy pecan, toasted marshmallows, and cream and a caramel whiskey. Now, I didn't even read this, and ain't that funny how all of a sudden sweet potato fries came up? There you go. Just prophecy. Uh, you want some fries and a beer? It's a good stop. Flavors with fire. Yeah, you know that. I'm sorry, guys. The, the sea salt and vinegar one. That sounds good. If they had a piece of fried fish with that, man. Mm. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Go get your diet salmon if it's still here when we go find it. Flavors of fire, which is always one of my favorites, John. Yep. Smoked corned beef, beef with crispy potatoes, cheese curd, pickles, onions, and a beer cheese fondue. And a bao bun. With char-grilled Asian skirt steak, chicken liver aioli, pickled vegetable, and cilantro. I'd have to try it because anything on a bay bun, John, I like too. So, yeah. I, Or a bao yeah, bun, whatever you want to call it. That, that somehow makes a lot of stuff taste a lot better, doesn't it? Yeah. Bao buns and, uh, and non-bread, I'm in <laughs> all the time, dude. Especially and, if they and, were served uh, at Hooters, John. <laughs> <laughs> and Chick-fil-A sauce. Yes, there you go. Yeah, you know that stuff's good when they sell it on the on the shelves now. Uh, yeah, I might I might have a jar in the refrigerator of the house. <laughs> there you go. You got a piece of dry chicken that's overcooked? Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah. That steak overdone? Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> yeah. Chick-fil-A <laughs> sauce. Fries. Yeah, Chick-fil-A sauce is the new uh what the heck is that? That hot sauce. What's that called? What is it again? What is the hot sauce uh, everybody has? Tabasco? Yeah, that's the new Tabasco, John. Because <laughs> that's what everybody yeah, would put on. Me and JJ put that on just about everything. Man. That stuff is so good. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, Coastal Eats near Mission Space opening August 15th. Baked scampi dip with shrimp scallops and a baguette. That It looks awesome, John. That sounds good. Yeah. And then you got Oysters Rockefeller too, John. And that looks really good. They're both new items. Huh? No, they're both yeah. new items. Well, okay. I know I had oysters somewhere last year, actually, out here. And they weren't that bad because I think I got either two or three of them for five or six bucks, which isn't bad at all for the, I mean, nowadays for the price of oysters. So. Yeah. And then you had a Bell's Lager of, you ever, of Lakes of Bohemian Pilsner. Have you ever had that? I believe so, yes, sir. There you I go. Always well. What do you What do you think I'm going to say? Yes, it was. It was actually really tasty. So. There you go. Mac and eats. I wonder what here near Mission Space opening August 15th. I think these are. Little lemons. Yeah. Macaroni and cheese. Yep. Yeah, traditional macaroni and cheese with a herb panko, cowboy macaroni and cheese with smoked pork belly, brisket, burnt ends, and pickled peppers, onion straws, and barbecue aioli. And a chili cheese, macaroni and cheese with sour cream and cheddar cheese, which is new. So, sounds like a heart attack over there, Johnny. 
<laughs> sounds good. What a night. Let me get me some mac and cheese and oysters, baby. <laughs> and I'm going to drink it down with a lager. We're going to have a night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're sleeping in the other room. Yes, I am. Sorry, baby daddy oysters. <laughs> uh, where are we at here? Oh, man, I double clicked. I went too far, John. Mexico, John. Taco al pastor, seared pork belly pastor on a corn tortilla, ch chipotle black beans, pineapple pickle onions, and chives, which is new. It actually looks really good. It's nice to hear something new over there, Mexico. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, they're they're a little better than uh, um, Germany, that's for sure. So. Dude, anything's better in Germany. My local food truck in the city is better than the Yeah. Yeah. Tostito de barbecue, barbecue, barbecue beef on a fried corn tortilla with chipotle, black beans, salsa verde, Mexican crema, queso fresco, and chives, which is another new one, which looks pretty good too, John. And then they they got a bread pudding here served with chocolate cream. So it looks this booth, eh, everything's new here, John, which looks really good. So yeah, sounds pretty tasty, right? Yep. Now we got to head over to. To, over to France, we got baguettes, warm baguettes filled with tr with a three cheese blend. Uh, what else we got? A escrow brioche with a creamy garlic and a parsley sauce. And then you got the braised short ribs, John, with mashed potatoes. And then you got a cr uh, vanilla creme brulee, so with homemade raspberry jam. I know you like creme brulee, don't you, John? Yeah, actually, the the one that I really liked the best was obviously the one in Lasselier, the maple creme brulee. That was uh, always very good. Yeah. Now, this garlic, this escrow brioche with a creamy garlic and parsley sauce is new. I'd like to try that because it's something new, at least, on the menu. Here we go, John. We're at Italy. And we got something new on the menu, John. Which woo! really, woo, it looks very good, too, dude. Noki. Potato dumplings with four cheese sauce and a roasted creamy mushroom. And that looks excellent, John. Yeah, that sounds pretty tasty. And then they got a gnocchi potato dumpling with a vodka sauce with Romano cheese and crispy bacon. Oh, dude, I am all in. And, dude, they even got a new dessert. They got a panna cotta, orange blossom panna cotta with a seasonal berry, which looks very delightful and Dude, I'm all in. Bravo for Italy changing things up, John. Might make me. Doug, will take down. all. Doug, will take all three of those in a pepperoni, please. Dude, absolutely. Tell me that don't sound good, though. I love a good gnocchi, John. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Potatoes and pasta. Yeah, I mean, uh, how yeah, do you go yeah, wrong? Sign me. <laughs> exactly. Sign me up. Whenever I potatoes see potatoes, potatoes and cheese, potatoes and bacon. Yes, okay. That's when I call an American that marries an Italian. I call him gnocchi. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or an Italian Myers and Irishman. You call him Noki. You got pasta and, and uh, potatoes, right, John? Potatoes. Yeah, there you go. We're over to China now, John. Pan fried dumpling with house made sweet and spicy sauce. And then you got a. Mag Mag they got a new one there now, John. Mongolian beef bay bun with onion, which is new. Which Again, yes, we got a new bay bun. I'm in. 
And then I'm in for this too, dude. Oh, dude, this sounds. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna get all three of these, dude. The dumplings look incredible. The bay bun is always on there. And then they got the dead don noodles, spicy pork with Sasachuan sauce, peanut butter, sesame, and green onion. The noodles look awesome, John. I would like to try all three of these. Yeah, yeah, and they sound like they're new. They all, or at least different versions. Are the first, new. the first, the last two are new, and then the pan-fried dumplings are always good there with the sweet and spicy sauce. I love them. They're another good one that you go, dude. I consider them not even eating. <laughs> you go out and grab them. It's just like I'm. I work them off by the time you get to the next booth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you hit that macaroni and cheese twice and mm, one of the, a couple of those bail buns, so you, know, you might be filling it. But, uh, yeah, 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 one of those soups, yeah, you're good to go. So. Dude, we're at Japan now. I'm trying to get these done. Teriyaki chicken buns, steamed buns filled with chicken, vegetable, and teriyaki sauce. Then you got teriyaki octopus green onion and cabbage bites topped with Tanaka sauce, t- uh, Tanaka sauce, and a Benito flakes and nori onions. They're like these little octopus balls, dude. They look really good. I'd have to try that, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. I I love grilled octopus. So, yeah, know, and it's good. and it's on a cabbage. It it, it they're, it's cabbage bites topped with. It really looks good. It's like a whole slaw. I'd have to. I want to try that. And then they got a spicy salmon Dunbury, spicy salmon with sushi rice. And rice pearls, which really looks good too, John. I I want to. It's nice. Like there's a bunch of new things on the menu this year, John. They got two new ones here. Seems like Germany's the only one. And and see, <laughs> Germany. We Germany's don't, stuck in 2000, is what they are. Yeah, like and it's funny because Canada could be stuck there forever because it's it's. I can't. Not everybody can get that flay and get into Canada. Everybody can get a damn bratwurst, John. You know what I'm saying? And a noodle broth. Yeah. Yes. As a matter of fact, they saw it at Summerfest. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the stuff at Summerfest is generally better than the stuff at the at the uh, Food and Wine booth. So they, then they got a. You're 100 percent right. They got a funnel cake booth, John. Which I'm not going to go over that. You like funnel cake? Go get it. Last time we got funnel cake, me and Brenda got attacked by seagulls. <laughs> Dude, we're on the boardwalk. Yeah, Brenda was so looking forward to it, dude. We literally took 10 steps from the booth, and 20 seagulls came down and just ripped it all <laughs> off her plate, John. We were attacked by a bunch of seagulls on the boardwalk. Yeah. Uh, They got Remy's Spork here, John. You can get Remy's Spork, Joffrey's Coffee. I think that's about it, John. You're, uh, you're at Walmart, aren't you? I am. I'm sorry, buddy. I'll tell you what, I'm really excited about the Food and Wine Festival this year. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, I don't know if I'll actually get a chance to run over there and try some stuff, but if I do, uh, I'm definitely going to try some of the new stuff. I'm not going to Germany. Italy sounds really good. So. Yeah, the Noki, John? Maybe I come down and yeah. pick you up. We go get some Noki. There you go. Lisa couldn't say anything about that. Look, Doug's here. I have to go. Yeah, well, that would be awesome. I'm hoping, uh, hopefully, if we all come down in January, uh, We'll have another festival out that we get the Festival of the Arts. Maybe they'll have some good stuff out. Maybe it'll start yeah, early that yeah, year. Yeah, they, they generally do. So, yeah, that'd be a great time to hit it. So. so, I don't really see anything else here, John. We, 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 uh, barked enough. Uh, Halloween Horror Night sold out. Hol- Halloween Night now sold out for 2022. I'm sorry, you're idiots for spending that money. Enjoy it, but I, I, 
As long as you keep spending it, they're never going to stop, and it's never going to go back to us again. Journey in the Waters under a lot of work, John. That's getting closer and closer. I'm excited. I cannot wait for the front of Epcot to be done. That must be where they're going at. All right, so every every day, um, constantly, there's these dump trucks driving in and out of uh, near our parking lot where we park our cars, and then the charter lot where we drop the charter buses drop off, and sometimes we drop off uh, guests. It's the the lot to the right of the building um, at Epcot um, parking lot or the charter lot. You don't see a whole lot if you're riding in one of our buses, but um, you do if you're obviously coming from outside. But there's these dump trucks constantly driving in and out of that area. And let me get, let me tell you, they're not Disney cast members because safety is not the number one key on their uh, format. Dude, so, uh, I will. Yeah, I know you hate dump truck dump drivers. Truck drivers <laughs> are the are the worst worst yep. people on the road. They are. I, I, I'm sorry if you listen to the show. Uh, maybe you're going, <laughs> but 99% of you are buttholes. I mean, I drive in every morning and watch them doing 80 mile an hour on the expressway. Like, how the hell do you stop a dump truck at 80 mile an hour? I think every dump truck. Like every like throwing out these plastic bags are saving the world, John. But it's okay to have a dump truck do 85, 90 mile an hour. I think every and dump then they tra- tailgate you. Yes. Yep. I and think they, and they tailgate the hell out of you. Yep. And, I, then, and then when they're full and it takes them forever to uh, get going, they get mad if you pass. So you know, I mean, come on, dude. Dude, needless to say, and I'm not being smart because it isn't usually like me, but you, I can't even count how many. Uh, fights i've been went in with dump truck drivers <laughs> it, but uh, but what what i was going to say is that they're coming in and out of that parking lot constantly so it has to be um the water uh, uh exhibit that they're they're actually building back there because they're moving a lot of a lot of dirt a lot of sand from back there well i so. think that every dump truck should have a governor on it that don't do more than 70 mile an hour that's just my opinion yeah i think you're right i think you're right but, I mean, my, my food delivery trucks couldn't do over 65. I can't see why a dump truck can do 80. A hundred percent, dude. It, it's disgusting. I mean, really, I would say 65 itself because you can't stop it. I mean, no. especially no, when them things full. and the yeah. weight they're, they're toting, there's no way. And, and the biggest thing is the morons on top of it, as a dump truck driver, when you pull off the site, you're supposed to pull over and check, make sure your tarps are on. And me, like, I dr- my dad used to drive them. My dad used to drive one, he used to drive for an oil company where every once in a while they'd need sand. But my dad was responsible. Every time we would pull out of getting what we needed, he would get out with a, he had a, 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 a mallet. And he would beat all the stones and clean off the back tailgate, clean everything off so he wouldn't get any anybody's car hurt. But my dad, my dad's a, my dad's a car guy. He always kept his stuff phenomenal. I'd say, what are you doing? Like, you know the billy clubs that the fire police used to use and stuff like that? Yeah. My dad would have one of them, and he would go beat all the stones out of the tires. He would clear the back tailgate off, make sure the cover was taut, so nobody's sh- stuff would get messed up. You know what I'm saying? They don't do that, dude. How many times have you been hit by stones and stuff from the dump trucks? Oh, these guys, they just come tearing out of the parking lot. And then obviously, they're getting paid by the load. So, I mean, they're going as fast as freaking possible. So, yeah, yeah and they're tailgating us, our buses. It's like, uh, okay, you realize you're tailgating Disney buses sooner. That's not going to work, buddy. So, I mean. Well, you should uh, turn them into your uh, supervisor. I would every day. 
yeah, if I can get a hold of uh, whoever is, you know, I mean, it's not like I can turn around and take a picture of them, you know, unfortunately. So. I would just say, in general, all the idiots driving the dump trucks because all of them have been <laughs> an idiot one all. time or the other. They're all in bed. They're all in one. Uh, John, you might get this real quick. The They have the E to the B concert series, which starts off. The, the food and wine starts the 14th. So if you guys do get to go over there, you some of the booths might be open because they do open a day or two early sometimes. Yeah. So you might get the opportunity to that. You got the Baja Men, the 14th and the 15th. You got Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, the 16th, 18th. You got Tonic, the 22nd and 23rd. I haven't heard. Have you heard of Tonic? Or Then you got Jeremy Camp, 24th and 25th. You've heard of any of these? Yeah, that's the only thing I know you mix with gin, right? Yeah, tonic. tonic. There you go. Boom, boom. Then you got, tell it to my heart. Tell me. Taylor Dane. Very good. Then you got, uh, think we're alone now. Na, 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 Is that Brenda Carlo? No, Tiffany. No. I, think she sings, yeah, I think she sings that. Uh, Joey Fatone and Friends. You know who Joey Fatone is from, right? That's your boy in sync, isn't it? There you go. Hanging tough. Uh, 12th to the 13th of August is the Devin the Devin Almond Project. I guess that's a knockoff of the Almond Brothers. Then you got Sally, take me away to where I'm going. Christopher Cross, 14th and the 15th. Uh, then you got uh, When the Lights Go Down in the City. Uh, you got Journey, Journey? former, former really? lead vocalist Steve Agari, the 19th and the 20th. Then you got my my proposal group. Cause you're every woman in the world to me. You know who sings that? You're Air's my every, very good. The 21st and 22nd. Then we got the 26th, 27th, Blanco Brown. Then we got 98 Degrees, my buddy Nick. He's going to be dead. <laughs> 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 yeah, right. yeah. Mr. Lachey, Nick Lachey, my man. August 28th and 29th, and the second and third, you got Southern Ave- Avenue. Then you got my the duet from uh, the American Idol on September 4th and 5th. You got Chris Allen and David Cook. Dude, one of the best names for a group ever. September 9th and 10th. You got Hoobastank. You ever watched any Hoobastank? Uh, I know their songs if I heard them, but I, yeah, I can't place any right now. The only time I've ever heard Hoobastank is when my brother asked, Who farted? Hoobastank! <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Then you got Jimmy Allen, which I like Jimmy Allen. He's a country singer, uh, 11th and 12th. I wouldn't mind seeing him. Uh, September 16th and 17th, even though, you know, I'd like to see 98 Degrees Air Supply Journey. They're all good. That Journey one, that's Steve Agari. I've actually seen him. At the riverfront here. He's very good. If it's the same guy I'm thinking of. Then you got Los Amigos Invisible. So you can't see them, but you could probably hear them. They're September 16th and 17th. American Authors, the 18th and 19th. Then you got B.B. Mac. And then the, and the whole... Oh, no, you're not the end. Holy moly, this is a long-ass festival. B.B. Mac, the 23rd and 21st. Postmodem Jukebox, the 25th and 26th. Uh, one Stokely. You ever heard of One Stokely, John? Or Stokely? No. September 30th to the 1st, and it's just called Stokely. Then you got Sheila E. 
She used to be with my boy Prince, the 2nd and 3rd of October. Then you got Mark Wills, October 7th and 8th. Then you got Hold On, Lou Slade, Don't Let it Go. Who's that, John? Very good, October. Dude, we need to go and name that tune together. <laughs> October 9th and 10th is uh, is a uh, 38 special. 14th and 50, 15th is Robert Randolph Band. Never heard of them. 16th and 17th, you got the Newsboys. 21st, 22nd, Ray Parker Jr. Ain't he the one that sang Ghostbusters? Yeah. Where are you going to go? Ghostbusters. Dang. Other than that, I don't have a clue. I mean, other than who's going to call. But, no. Well, I know that one. October 23rd and 24th. Uh, Caribbean Queen. You know who that is? Ocean. the same dreams. Yeah, October 23rd and 24th. Dude, your group. Your group. Hanson. 28th through the 31st. Hoo-wop. I thought you were going to say Death Leopard. Yeah. No. Hoo-wop. And then... Uh, uh, my group from around here, which we grew up loving, Boys to Men. Uh, then you got Kenny G, and 11th and 12th of November. And then finishing out the festival, you got Sugar Ray, November 13th and 14th. That's a hell of a concert series, isn't it, John? Yeah, actually, there's some uh, very good people. Yeah, so and then some I've never heard of. Yeah, I mean, but that's but. always the case. But whatever we've talked about this a million times it's always awesome to have music around world showcase you know what and i bet you everyone that we haven't heard of if you're walking by you would hear a song that you probably recognize from listening to it on the radio you know a hundred percent and just like i said just the atmosphere makes it awesome yep well johnny go give lisa kisses and hugs head into walmart and get what you need give her our love tell her we're praying for her thank you again for everybody that helped john and lisa out we really appreciate you uh, please, everybody, be kind to one another. Uh, mind your P's and Q's and uh, be good. And we will talk to you soon. Please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. You got anything? Yeah, else folks, to and uh, fold your strollers and quit farting on my bus. Don't leave Hoobastank on John's bus. <laughs> John, I bet that's what you say now. Every time somebody gets off and your bus stinks, you're going to go, Hoobastank. <laughs> So I'll be asking you that every week now. You got a Hoover stank on your bus, buddy? Yeah, yeah, just about every time, believe it. I believe yeah. it. I bet I, I would not want to smell the plastic in the bus, John. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for Lysol, huh, John? Do you have any of that on there the bus you with you? I find a way, believe me. Yeah, you got to get rid of the Hoover stank. But again, everybody, thank you for listening. And John, thank you for being a part of the show. And be careful heading into Walmart, buddy. You betcha. All righty, folks. Thanks, and have a good week. Come see me on the buses. All aboard. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.